and we are back for yet another episode of FPL Bautia, the only Premier League-centric show here in sunny Singapore. My name is Sean. My name is Ryan. And in a blink of an eye, another two game weeks has passed. I think for this episode, right, bro, there's only one guy to talk about. Okay. Erling Haaland. Back to back. Seriously, I cannot remember when was the last time I watched the Premier League, right? Or even football in general, right? That I saw back-to-back hat-tricks. This guy just made it look so easy. He is a very special specimen. He's big. He's big. He's tall. He's a complete striker, la, basically put. The Norwegian god. <laughs> the new Norwegian god. Well, it's a Viking fella, this fella. He is what? That's true. That's true. That's yeah, true. so, I mean, back-to-back hat-trick. Yeah. Nine goals in five games. So I, I really puzzled that. Eh. My whole season is destroyed because of him, eh. I already tell you already. I told you right every week. No. Harlan, you don't want. You want to think Kane. Okay, we'll talk about this later, okay? But without further ado, mm. Ryan, mm. let's get things started. Okay. For the past two game weeks, Hotel or Hotel? The funny thing is, right? Okay. For the for five game weeks in a row, yes. okay, my team has been just average. Because okay. exactly for five game weeks straight, exactly five or six players return only. That's about half lah. Yeah, half yeah. is average lah. Yeah, true. Right, so same lah. <laughs> same lah, same lah. It's yeah. not too bad. Okay, I mean like right now, currently for game week five, I'm twenty one points above average, right? But yeah. th- also there's a match left to be played, and okay. uh, I would say a lot of managers have reached James, which yeah. didn't play a single minute, yeah. and they have Andreas Who, as yeah, their first, first start. We have six yeah. points, so, so I I definitely don't feel that. The average point is gonna increase. Yeah. But mine is fixed already. Yeah, mine is seventy nine already like, Yeah. So yeah, the average point is gonna gonna uh, definitely go up higher. Okay. So I would say I'm only about maybe ten ish points above average. Like it's okay. not like fantastic or anything. Uh if I had Captain Harlan, I would say it's a good week. But oh. uh like I think three or four minutes left to the deadline, I swapped my captaincy from Harlan to Salah. Also because okay. of Mark lah, eh, this Mark Mark yeah, Zhang, if you are listening, you can't Salah so much in Game Week 4, right? The 9 nil Salah, zero attacking return. That one, I was so traumatized, right? When when you showed the group that you kept on Harlan, right? Wow. That played a part. That played a part, yeah. Yeah, a bit, la, but of, co- of course, I looked at City's upcoming fixtures. They have Champions League game. Okay. Uh, they have also, uh, I think, game week seven. They have a game against Spurs, followed okay. by another Champions League game against Dortmund, okay. ha- Haaland's old club. So, yeah, I mean, but yes, uh, that played a small part, lah. Yeah. What so about you, Sean? Overall, you yours is here. Hmm. Hotel, hotel. My hotel. You were saying yeah. that you in our in the FPL Onila league. What's your ranking? Huh? FPL Onila. What's your ranking? FPL Onila. The casual league, uh. what I'm like forty plus, <laughs> yeah, I think. And you're like top fifty, yeah, uh, about forty eight, lah. Wow, struggling. Yeah. Position in our the money league, right? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, guys. Struggling. Uh. If you want to be humiliated, right? Just join the FPL Vanilla casual league, lah. Okay, for me, right? I think uh, it's a hotel for me, lah. Okay, but it could have, it could have been way way better. My the plan to bring in Bernardo paid off, but Liverpool failed to keep a clean sheet, and this Robo Gunnar the price dropped to six point eight million, which is not good at all for my overall team value. I chose to stick with Kane, and shifting to ha- Haaland seems impossible right now. So to all listeners out there, right, who like me and that team came all the way. What he's eleven point nine now, eh? Yeah, it's just in, just. Price and rise it's gonna again. continue to rise again really easily yeah, easy because the that. next few gimmicks for Man City is pretty is 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 green eh. 
So to all managers who who are on board the team Kane and just stubbornly don't want to change to team Kalan, right? I think it's, it's you all give up on the league, really. Yeah, because of Haaland, I miss like hundred points, really. And no why la, I you know minus ten points, fifty lah, maybe. Okay, yeah, but that's in just five game weeks. Eh, that's it. In five game weeks, like my season is so called over just because of this. Eh. But two reasons why we should just stick to Tim Kane and be loyal to Tim Kane, right? Is firstly, Champions League is coming up next week, which makes Pep Roulette even more likely to happen. We have seen it so many times. Pep doesn't care if you score hat trick. He doesn't care if you are man of the match. But he only care about who he want to play. Lo. Simple. You won't be surprised. Alvarez start because Alvarez played decently as well. Also, secondly, right, with his price increased by 0.4 in just four game weeks, right, and not showing any signs of slowing down, this inflation is real. And I think that the only option even to bring Haaland to squeeze him in, right, is either you wildcard or you give up a premium midfielder such as the Egyptian God. Lo. But that, with that being said, Liverpool has two decent fixtures upcoming with Everton away and Wolves at home. So, honestly speaking, I don't think that it's the right time to drop Salah if you want to... Because a lot of people are talking about it, dropping Salah to bring KDB or even like Haaland and stuff like that. I don't think now is the right time. La. Right. Yeah. Okay, so the thing is, uh, I kind of agree with what Sean said. Like, agree half, la. I disagree the other half. <laughs> no, okay, but the thing, and the thing, the frustrating thing is that, right, during press conferences, right, Pep's uh, answers to like questions right are very frustrating for FPL managers yeah. okay so recently he said that uh, on, on this is a question on whether Haaland will be able to play every game until uh, World Cup or does the striker need does he need to be rested right yeah. so he said like oh he's 22 years old he's young he can recover well he, he thinks he thinks that Haaland is able to play quite regularly but mm. on the other hand he did say that the decisions he made in the team is he's the manager, so uh, he has the final say. Yeah. He's not gonna tell the players uh who is gonna play beforehand and stuff like that. And he he also said that he doesn't care whether the players can understand his decisions or not. Because he's paid doing Yeah, yeah. And and the thing is there's also there was another press conference before the Nottingham Forest game. Uh I think uh one 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 guy asked him whether Harlem will play against Nottingham Forest and his answer was you will find out tomorrow. <laughs> Which is like, might as well to answer. Yeah. This is the right. so, answer. Uh, I do feel that yes, Pep Roulette is a real thing, mm. right? But it's been proven so many times. Uh, okay, but then I have to say, right, even with Haaland uh, getting benched, like the possibility is there, even if he played 30 minutes, right, bro, he can get you a goal. Yeah, it's... Yeah. I don't think I would deny that, really. Every yeah. time he touched the ball, right, I cannot sleep, bro. I cannot sleep. Oh, it's very tiring. Right? <laughs> really, really, it's depressing. Eh? It's like my whole season, right? In five game weeks, just gone. I never even do anything wrong. I just stick with Tim Kane. That, that is already something wrong. Yeah, and to be honest, and Kane is pretty good as well, which I will talk about it in our next segment. But anyway, Ryan, okay. who caught your eye? Haaland, bro. Easily. Oh, what is there to say? There's nothing else to say, bro. Back to back, hat trick. He is the guy to talk about. Okay, West for me, right? It's actually a Chelsea player. Sterling, priced at 10 million and selected by 8.4% of managers worldwide, right? He has returned thrice in the past five fixtures. And apart from the London Derby against West Ham and Liverpool in game week 8, Chelsea's fixtures look extremely tasty all the way to game week 18. And a lot of managers are currently considering downgrading Salah. So I think that Sterling seems like a good replacement option. Okay. You know? He's actually playing a number. In a striker position, right? Center forward. La. Center forward, right? But you, as a Chelsea fan, right, what do you think of Sterling? Okay, so uh, it brings me to 
who I'm disappointed with. Okay. And I have to say Chelsea. Okay. So two one win against Leicester. Yeah. Two one loss against Sutton in game five. Yep. So I feel that uh, ever since Kante got injured, right? Um, we I think Chelsea as a whole has been like struggling with like consistency and and focus. Like I feel that a lot of chances we created are like half chances at best. Mm. Majority of them like half half chances at best. Players are taking one extra touches, not making the right decisions. We do, we also lack of a, like a true number nine striker, mm. and I feel that Chelsea like right now the current situation is slightly concerning la. Okay. Yeah, and that's that's up front, and we talk about midfield, right? I just don't think Jorginho is good enough to hold the midfield on his own. Mm. Yeah, whoever he partners, I don't think it makes a difference. Yeah, unless it's Kante la. Kante really make Jorginho a lot better. Okay. Because he he gives like Kante does a lot of dirty work and yes. he gives Georgie a lot of time on the ball to mm. make better decisions. Without Kante, right, all I've been seeing him do like in past few matches, pass sideways, pass to the back, slow when coming for the tackle. Yeah. I, I've seen players like breeze past him way too easily. La. Yeah. Way too easily. And uh I think defensively wise, like I said, uh, focus is not there Even with Koulibaly back Against Soton Focus is just not there And honestly speaking I don't think Fofana Will make such a big impact like, you know, Yeah, yeah that's the thing So I I I but mean I'm a Chelsea fan But I'm Sterling has been delivering Right Yes True True also Yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not saying it's a bad uh, Option Transfer or what But Chelsea is a I, I would suggest like. Holding off I mean okay Yes you can bring Sterling But if you were to bring I mean, like Salah in for Sterling. I don't think I'll recommend that lah. Yeah. Salah, Salah out for Sterling lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay, so, um, Salah so far in the past f- five game weeks, right? Salah has uh created the most chances amongst all the midfielders mm. by like almost double, I think, and he has thirty five points. Uh, in five games. Yeah. Right. So and, and a lot of people are saying that oh Salah has been underperforming. Uh, which I also agree to a certain extent, but if you think about it, right, thirty-five points in five games, average seven points. Is in 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 thirty-eight games, right? Yes, average seven points in thirty-eight games, right? It's still almost two hundred seventy points. Yes, and correct. Two hundred seventy is a lot of points uh, for a FPL player. So why why I don't I don't I don't really get the the idea behind transferring out Salah lah. Mm. That, yeah, that that's me. Understand. Mm. All right, so now let's move on to our next segment. Tia Simi. So, right, fixture wise, okay. Like for me, uh, it has to be Aston Villa versus City. Okay. Yes, because uh, no doubt City is the best team in the league. Yeah. Uh, whether it's attacking or defending, but let's talk about how bad Aston Villa has been. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. I mean, since the start of the season, four losses in five games. Yes. Right. I I feel that they are still unable to find their identity. I don't honestly. I feel that Gerard is like a lost ship. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing with uh, Aston Villa's team because on paper, if it's you look at Aston Villa's yeah. players, right, they're very capable players. So, and um, after the defeat to Arsenal, right, Gerard also uh, said that technically, uh, te- te- technical wise, right, on the pitch, right, Aston Villa is not there. And, mm. you know, they are unable to keep possession, they keep turning the ball over, they keep kicking the ball out of play. Uh, and also, I think uh, defending wise, right? Gerard also said that they haven't gotten the 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 details of defending right. Mm. They have been struggling to keep a clean sheet. Yes. And 
I I don't I don't I can't even remember if they have kept a clean sheet yet. Maybe one or or, or none lah. So, Jara said they need to go back, get back to basics and the detail of defending <laughs> to to get the clean sheet. Yeah, yeah, I feel that it's a bit too late, and you know, just like just a two day, three days break is not gonna help much lah. Especially when you're playing against the best attacking team. Yeah. Uh, in the league yes. against City, so. I definitely do see uh clean sheet points uh clean sheet points for defenders like Chancelo uh maybe Walker if he start Edison mm. and also if Haaland start Haaland is gonna rape Aston Villa for I sure. Would agree. I would agree. Yeah, so for me, City players that's yeah, the fixture to look I, I at. I think that I agree with what you say about like Steven Gerrard being lost because well season one game he start Bailey another season you don't start Bailey then he doesn't know what to do with the team and yeah, and, and the thing about. Villa is they are unable to keep clean sheet right, but they are also struggling to score. Yeah, yeah, four goals in five games. Uh, I think that's not very ideal, lah. Yes, and yeah. I consider it eleven goals. They have not kept a single clean sheet so far. Right, and so lost four like, games really. Yeah, Matic even to Bournemouth, you know, like and Bournemouth is the so far like the whipping boy yes. la, alongside uh Nottingham Forest, but they can't even precisely. Beat. Bournemouth can win them two zero, but the our Scott Parker got sacked lah. So won't be surprised if Stevie G got sacked after this game. We we right. don't know. For me, I think the fixture that we should keep an eye on is actually Spurs against Fulham at home. Why? Because Fulham has been... Okay, although Fulham has been performing pretty decent so far with a victory against Brighton in game week 5. However, after dropping points against West Ham previously, Spurs will be looking to fight back with a win at home. Furthermore, with 5 at the back being the template for Conte's side, I do not see Mitro scoring this game week. Fulham has considered 7 goals so far this season and as much as the hype is on Haaland, in all honesty, why am I still on Tim Kane? Is because he's honestly speaking, performing pretty well. So he has scored five goals in five game weeks and even contributing to an assist against West Ham. So seriously speaking, it's just Haaland and abnormally. Right. So okay. So the thing is, I feel that Spurs have been getting away with results. Yes. And yes, lah, Kane has been scoring goals, but I think as a team, Spurs hasn't been playing as well as I think that like they can. Yeah. Yeah, especially uh, if you watch with the Wolves game, yes. if you watch even the Nottingham Forest game, yeah, right? They are very flat. First half, right? Even Nottingham Forest were like creating better chances, yes. very attacking. They were just sitting back, soaking up the attack and everything. And I mean, you're Spurs and you're playing against Nottingham Forest, yeah. right? Is, is that really the tactic that... But right, you should go for the kill. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and you know, actually before the West End game, I did... I I I got I did tell my friends lah because some part of my friends brought in Perisic before the West Ham game and mm. I told them like actually I was thinking of transferring him out because I really don't see Spurs keeping a clean sheet against West Ham and mm. I was right he only got one point he yes. even got a yellow card so Correct. uh but then unfortunately last minute James wasn't found in training he was sick <laughs> or whatever so uh I transferred James out instead lah mm. but uh. I think Spurs asset, honestly, Kulu doesn't look that great of an asset as well. I mean, as a player, yes, he's been playing well, good ball carrier, mm. uh, seemed like seemed like a bigger threat compared to Sun yes, even. Yes. But eight million I think generally Spurs so far hasn't shown to be the team where they can be scoring like three three goals every game, those kind. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh yeah, la. yeah, but I think to all uh, Sun owners out there, right? I think that this is the gimmick that he'll return. So, honestly speaking, I think hold your knees firm. La. 
And like what Ryan has mentioned just now, although Spurs haven't been performing well, they look extremely flat. They cannot really attack and their goals were pretty quite scrappy to a certain extent. But that's when they're not playing well. So imagine if they they were to play well, things might change. Right. So they, they play so twirly, but Kane still can get like five goals in five game weeks, one goal per game week. I think... And he missed one penalty. Yeah, he <laughs> missed one penalty. So I, I'm not complaining, like, seriously, but if you compare him with an abnormally of Erling Haaland, right? What love it. So... Honestly, I think it's just sway. Anyway, Ryan, mm. who do you think that we should all avoid this game week? Avoid? Uh, for me, Zaha. Hey, same. same. Why though? Why, why, why you think Zaha? Okay, I feel that like, uh, yes, Zaha has been getting goals. Yeah. And okay, like, to all these 260 over 1,000 managers, <laughs> right? I feel that Zaha is a trap. Zaha okay. is one of the biggest trap in FPL history. Yes. Okay, I feel that, I mean, there were seasons where I also brought in Zaha. Mm. And what did I get? A one pointer, a two pointer for, for yeah for a stretch of game. So I feel that, uh, and I don't see any difference now, especially when the fixtures hasn't really changed for the better. Because yeah. next four games, Newcastle away, mm. playing Man U after that, mm. Brighton away, oh. and then playing Chelsea. Okay. Like why would you want to bring? Yeah, why would you want to bring Zaha now? And the thing is, Zaha as a player as a fantasy asset, right? In the in two out of three games that he has scored this season, right, he had zero bonus points. Mm. And both games ended in 1-1 one, one draw. Yeah. It's not like a, he scored one goal, but then three. the other team scored like five, yeah. five goals, then got someone hat-trick or what. It's not like, but he also don't have bonus points. And another thing is that he has a knack for yellow cards. Yeah. Yeah, so I think all these points, you you, you add it up. I, I just don't think uh, right now, plus the fixture and everything, he mm. is... The asset lah. I don't think he's the ideal asset to get. True, I agree yeah. with you. Because for Zaha, he just price price to 7.1 million. Mm. And like what I mentioned just now, I can see why lah. Because he scored in 3 games really. Yeah, correct. But that's not the fixtures that we are talking about. It's not easy fixtures eh. Although like, Vieira has been doing a pretty damn good job in Crystal Palace, right? But Newcastle away, United at home, Brighton away, Chelsea. Yeah. These are not straightforward fixtures And the thing is, well. Zaha, I mean the goals uh, against... Uh, Brentford, right? Mm. Brentford is the latest game. Uh, it was a very, very good goal. But mm. the thing is, how many times can he do do this? Yeah. True, true. You get what I mean? Yes, yes. He has taken his goals very well, but I don't see it continuing. It's not like a routine, you know, every time can do a walk. Yeah, well, he do, kind of every time can top corner. That's like, right. Every time top corner like that. Yeah, and recently, right, he even like had a public backlash criticizing the way Palace plays. Like, come on and say that. I don't understand why we score one goal there, want to park the bus. He yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He so, should, should go for the queue, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. Zaha, you know. Wait and see for me as well because if mm. you're... I mean, even if you're considering Palace assets, I recommend as your cheaper somehow. No, like, I feel that right now is yeah, the time. This upcoming After four, like game week 9, I think. Yeah, but mm. then again, game week 9 is where most people, most managers will have activity. Yeah, yeah time, I think so. then, right, Zaha won't be a differential. Right? Okay, yeah. okay. So, which player do you think that we should all get? Like transfer, I okay. Yes. I feel that consider uh, if you can, you know. I feel that uh, firstly, Haaland If you don't have Haaland okay, but yeah, that's to me. <laughs> and Aaron, who is listening, if, if you are listening right now, <laughs> is us now. Okay, but I think uh, you guys can take a look at Trippier okay. and also Neko Williams. Trippier returned in three out of five matches, two clean sheets and one stunning free kick. And I think if I'm not wrong, right, he has only taken four direct free kicks. In mm. EPL and he scored three of them. Maybe like Trippier. Yeah, which is like pretty sick lah. I mean, uh, his free kick seems to be uh pretty decent. Fixtures, 
Uh, very good fixtures as well. Crystal Palace at home, West Ham away, Bournemouth at home, Fulham away, Brentford at home. So, uh, I do definitely see maybe at least two clean sheets and maybe like some attacking return yeah. because he's also on uh, set-piece duties, yeah. right? Correct. Yeah, so I think 5.1, I think right now, after five game weeks, big at the back, mm. seems like a tactic that is like crumbling. Lah. So, uh, you know, if you were to want to down, downgrade Robo or like Perisic or whoever, yes. lah, then 5.1 maybe you can consider. So, Neko Williams, chip enabler at 4.1. Good fixtures also, bomb mouth, leads away, and then form at home. Mm. Uh, I think, and okay, the thing is when I see Neko Williams play, right, he has been very, very, very attacking. Yes. And I feel that he's a little unfortunate to not register any single attacking return thus far yeah. but I don't see that continuing in the near future so I don't feel that you know maybe uh, he may clip maybe one clean sheet and get some attacking return soon la. and I feel that as a bench for the he's a very good option especially with now congested fixtures right there will be a lot of rotations uh, maybe your main 11 there will be players who may not start I yes. think him and Andreas will be very dependable subs on your bench. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you because um, so far when I watch Nottingham Forest play, right, they look amazing. Eh? They look very attacking and stuff like that. They're not afraid to sit back and defend even against the big teams. Yes, like, correct, correct. Like we've seen in the Spurs game. They but are then you cannot wait 6-0 now by City. Normally, we a Man City team. Yeah, but then again, if you have Nico Williams, like what Ryan has mentioned just now, he's just a good enabler. Don't expect... Yeah, if you want to change your structure la, of your team also, la, yeah. like, you know, if you want to drop the fight at the back, which I think you it's should, about la, time, about time, la, about about time. time. Yeah, that's what I'm considering also, to drop the five at the back, to move to a more You're expensive... You don't have a thing to change, la, bro. <laughs> I think no, you, then now the thing is, right, you brought in Bernardo, right? Yeah. Yeah, so now you, if you want to bring Haller, you need to make two transfers at least. No, I'm gonna, my knees are going to be firm, bro. Okay. Tim Kane. Okay. Tim Kane, bro. See you at the top. Bro, I must scroll a few times, I can see you. See us. Okay. <laughs> For me, right, the play um, to get, it's going to be quite um, alarming, because like, I think that Bobby Firmino deserves to, for us to take a look at. Price like 8 million and selected by only 3.6% of managers, right? In a game against Bournemouth, this fella had three assists and scored two goals. Moving on to the Newcastle fixture, he scored a goal. With that being said, no doubt that Darwin Nunes is going to be back. But I honestly don't think that Klopp will not start a striker in red hot form. And I would think that most likely Darwin will come off the bench. Liverpool's fixtures are up next are the Merseyside Derby against Everton, followed by Wolves at home. So I think that Firmino will start, but we'll get south for David maybe in the 65 minutes or 70 minutes, thereabouts. But one thing I realised about Bobby is that with Thiago Alcantara out, the whole Liverpool side looks very flat. There's no creative passes or killer passes, and Bobby seems to be the one doing all the very important and crucial true passes to the wingers to fly inside. So, pretty creative player, and ten, I think that he has tendency, as we all know, to, to pop in a assist or two. Lah. So, Bobby Firmino, I think that is a player to look out for. The fact that Liverpool looks so flat without Thiago Alcantara, Bobby Firmino seems to be the guy who executes the dangerous crosses. Okay. Yeah, Ryan, who do you mm. think that is? Who is your differential? Uh, the new guy, the, the, the Newcastle's biggest signing. Oh, Isak. Same Isak. as me, bro. Alexander Isak. Okay, why don't I go first? Okay. okay. Firstly, right, I watched the game against Liverpool and I am very impressed by his speed and his movement. Mm. He scored one and unfortunately got another goal route offside. Mm. And selected by only 2.3% of managers and priced at 7 million, pretty decent price point. With good 
fixtures upcoming all the way to game week 10, he might be a good sideway transfer for Mitrovic, who has two tricky fixtures upcoming against Spurs away and Chelsea at home. Right. Yeah. How about you? Why so, do you think that he's a good differential? Uh, yes. Uh, so, I f- generally, I feel that Newcastle is a pretty decent team. Yeah. I, I, I think it's a mid-table, like high mid-table team. Mm. So, uh, against the game in his debut game, he also uh, played pretty well. Yeah. He's got a goal, very well taken. He also, like you said, has a goal root offside, which was also very well taken as well. And then um, the pace that you mentioned, uh, I feel that yes, he he does provide the pace in behind. Uh, you know the the threat that I I feel that a good striker should bring. Mm. Yeah, and I think. Having spent the amount of money on, on this young striker, right, he's definitely like the first try striker and he didn't disappoint in his debut. La. So, uh, Eddie Howe also said that other than his finishing, his pace, he did mention that, you know, tactically, uh, uh, Isak has been uh, very pleasing mm. and, you know, he's hardworking and everything. So, uh, definitely one to watch and definitely a good differential if you will want to like you know break your structure go for three strikers and at seven million I think worth the risk lah yeah. the fixtures and everything Correct. definitely worth the risk so people will be talking about say hey I want a Caleb Wilson like will we be a rotation risk but Caleb Wilson is currently out injured yes and the next option is Chris Wood but we don't know like, no Chris, la, Wood, is Chris not, Wood is confirmed one do it yeah. So it's confirmed him. It's like seventy. Newcastle will spend like what 70, 60, 70 million. Do not yeah, start yeah. a player, right? Yeah. And yeah. He's good, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. So although so, he has a seventy five percent chance of playing due to a dead leg, right? I see him recovering on time, lah. No la, I think it's a small issue. Yes, precisely. I think it's a small issue. Right now, let's move on to our next segment, Lutjapabe, mm. where you will nominate one of our listeners or even your friend, a fellow fantasy Premier League manager, to be on our show. To, so that Brian and I can throw him some quick fire questions. Yeah. So today we'll be giving our one of a fellow manager in our mini league. He's I would say Mr. Weird. La. His transfers tend to be very weird. And he tends to captain very differential players. So let's give him a call right now. Hi, is this Mr. Substandard Leach? Yeah, that's correct. What's up? <laughs> you are live on FPL Pautia, bro. So, Ryan and I, right, will throw you some three quick-fire questions. So, firstly, who is your captaincy choice this week? Who is my captaincy choice this week? Uh, probably will be Alan. <laughs> Mainstream, bro. Okay. You're not scared he get rotated. Yeah, yeah you're not scared he get rotated. I think when you score hat it's hard to, to drop you. So I, I do think he'll at least start, but maybe taken off early. But I think by then, he'll probably do the damage. Okay, okay. okay. Who, who do you think is a good differential? Who do I think is a good differential? Uh, I haven't really thought about it, but I, I do think uh, a Wolves player might, might be good. I think Nunes has looked good in midfield and he's not very pricey. So he might be one I will keep an eye my okay. Okay, bro. We all know, right, that your team, right, all damn weird one. Your players, all damn weird one. People don't have you have. So, who is the must-have player you have in your team? Who's a must-have? As in, if you ask me this a week ago, I would have said Rodrigo. <laughs> now that he's injured, uh, I, I still think a Leeds attacker is someone to to, to have. I, I'm looking to bring in Sinestra. I think that's how you. Ooh, okay. Yeah, 
Sinestra. Sinestra, yeah. yeah. So not Aronson, but Sinestra. Not Harrison, not Aronson. Yeah, I think he's getting more into the box than Aronson has, and I do think a couple of people already own Aronson, so maybe a better differential might be Sinestra. Wow, okay. interesting. Okay, thank you very much, Mr. Straits Time Sports Journalist. Thank you. Thank you for the call. <laughs> okay, see you. Bye-bye. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, for those who don't know, Deepan is also very involved in local football. Yes, yes, right? yes, precisely. Yeah, he's actually a sports, journal- sports journalist in the Straits Times as well. And to be honest, I think that he has joined our mini league for like the past two seasons. Yes. And he has a knack of scoring very, very good points by being differential. Yeah, by being, by being di- different. La. Yeah, by being yeah. different. So, serious trouble. And since he talked about Rodrigo, right, what did we say? La? Don't oh, bring in Rodrigo. Right. I tell you really, what, all this one, one what, 1.6 million, I tell you all, ho already, ho, don't bring in. See, now he injured. <laughs> don't know yeah, out for how long. Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. So, with that being said, there you have it. Captain C choice will be, uh, he mentioned Haaland. Haaland. The differential will be Nunes. Nunes and Nunes, right? Is it yes. Nunes? Nunes from Wolves. Ah. Yeah. Okay. And then like he was saying that the must-have player will be a Leeds player, Sinestra. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. So Ryan, who do who will be captain this week though? Who would I be captaining this week? Yeah. Hmm. Okay, for me, I feel Haaland also. It doesn't make sense, right? After two times yeah. already. But the thing is, I mean, okay, honestly, every week my captaincy is on Haaland. La. But whether I change last minute because I scared of the... Roulette, I don't know. Pep Roulette and Mark Zeng curse. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. Okay, for me, right, I'll, uh, I'll just go for Harry Kane, man. Because I think Kane. Okay. So no choice. If you want Captain Haaland, I must Captain Kelly. Okay. And to be honest, I I, 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 think, I, I did think of um, Mo Salah, but after the game yesterday, right? Mercy side derby, da, Yeah, correct. And Liverpool, without Diablo, really not as... They, they look flat, la, honestly. Okay. So right, on the count of three, Bang mm. play of the week. Yeah. One, two, three. Chancelo. Wow, hey, Sean, you everything copy me. Bro, la. it's either Chancelo ah. or Walker. Then you go Walker, la. Well, well, you I avoid think. copy, then you differential copy. No, you, you at the top, bro. Yeah. I want to catch up to you. But I never copy your Haaland. That's the most important thing. Team <laughs> Ken all the way. Okay, so there we have it, guys. I think it's quite straightforward la, why we go. Chancelo, yes. I mean, for the reasons that we have mentioned just now, yes. during the fixture part. Mm. Yeah, and I think Chancelo was subbed out during like 60 plus minutes. So I definitely do see him starting. Uh, undoubtedly, the best fullback City have. La. Yeah, so, correct. And I think City is training Arsenal right now. So yeah. I, I I would think Pep aim is to win every game and then to in order to do that you have to play your, your best, best players. La. So straightforward. Yeah. So there you have it, Pauja player, Chancelo. So thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. And we have come to the end of another episode of FBL Pauja, right? And yes. Don't forget to catch us this tomorrow. Saturday. Tomorrow. Hey, nah, this, this Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. This Saturday. Two days later. Two yes, days later. At, like, we'll be catching the Liverpool and Everton, the Merseyside Derby, right? Yes. So I want to run through the guidance of how can they actually get a free drink or a free food of their choice. Okay, very easy one. You firstly have to follow us on IG at yep. FPL Pauzia. Yep. Secondly, you have to be in our FPL Pauzia League. Yes. And I think the code you can find on our IG. Yes. Right? It's free to join. And last but not least, right, when you find us, you have to tell us 
who do you think amongst the two of us is a is the better FPL manager? Overall, I cannot just based on this five five game week that you say right. It must like based uh, on okay la, a, a past record. Check out my game. <laughs> check out my FPL history ah. I mean, Ryan has a tendency of ball carding very early in the game. From, like we've seen last season, this season he made that mistake. La, so no, it's not a mistake. Calculated risk. Huh? Yes. Calculated yes. risk. Okay. This season okay. got three wild card. Uh, no, give me uh, eight wild card first. Eh? Yeah, that was the plan. Uh, that was but I wanted to probably say, hey, good. Uh. Uh, okay, fine. It, 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 paid, it paid off. It paid off. And DS. As in, I, I changed to DS and Paris. Mm. It paid off. It paid off. I mean, guys, when you're going to come up to us and say who is the better manager, I right, just think last week, Hey, sorry, last season, how much we have achieved together, just me and you as the listener, and how much you benefited from me rather than Ryan, who well-cutted at Game Week 3 and just went everything downhill. And with that being said, don't forget to join the good guys over at FPL Vanilla, and we can't wait to see you this Saturday. So come over, say hi, have a drink or so, and just watch Mo Salah return. We've, thank you so much. Once again, we are FPL Pao